When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to Monday's edition of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast. My name is Duncan Mackay and today I am joined by Craig Anderson. Oh, how are you doing? I am very well and that is it. It's just me and Craig. Uh, Tom Watt was due to be scheduled but he now can't join us um, and it has apparently nothing to do with, with Saturday's result but, you know, we'll take it. We'll, t- we'll take it with a pinch of salt. Maybe maybe he's been invited on to join the the, the football advisory board at Aberdeen. Um, uh, I think, I think that's we could do, they could do worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally good. So, uh, and you'll notice that by his uh, our voices uh, that must mean that a view from the terrace is starting this Friday. Um you uh, the, the, uh, so uh, be ready to, to watch the television show from which uh, came from this podcast. Uh, I'm pretty would be pretty amazed if you listen to this podcast and don't watch the show. But there we go. Uh, but that, that'll be back on Friday um, uh, from a, a half past ten. Hope you all give us a listen. But before that, let's talk about uh, a thrilling uh, weekend in the SPFL Premiership. It's our mo- usual Monday roundup. Um, it's Cheers' prerogative to go with the, their team, um, but I think in, in, in this case, it's entirely justified um, because it's not often that uh, a team wins 6-0 uh, no. in, in the Premiership. And it's certainly not often that uh, Hibs beat Aberdeen 6-0 um, because it's never happened before. So No, no, it, it, it was the first time. Yeah, I think it was the first time that um, Hibs had scored six at Easter Road since... The fifties, maybe I think someone like I think Paul Mitchell had a stat around that, which um, feels remarkable. But then, uh, well, league, league surely must be league. I'm sure we've beaten. No, that actually can't be right because we've beat Livy in the league seven nil. But so, who knows? Right, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. The fact of the matter is, uh, Aberdeen came down needing needing a performance, needing a result uh, to save uh, Jim Jim Goodwin's tenure as as manager. Uh, and that didn't happen. We on the Patreon, Craig and I will be discussing uh, the the Aberdeen managerial situation. So we'll we'll probably just focus on the on the match itself. And there's there was a lot to go to go. With. I went out last minute to uh, 
plans change and stuff and I was able to go and I've never been more delighted than a last minute decision to to jump in the car and, and head to Easter Road um, you just kind of had a feeling it was going to be something a bit special when uh, walking uh, alongside Aberdeen fans on the way to the ground and they're just um, they're singing full voice we're fucking shit, we're fucking shit, we're fucking shit um, and you take your seat and there's already a good one out banner uh, and if Aberdeen players were meant to deliver a performance, uh, they they forgot all about it. I, I think it was it was it was kind of remarkable actually. Like me and me and Tony uh, and and Chris and a few others were at the game. Like I I cannot remember a team watching a team chuck it. Like, yeah, they, and, they, and, and and that's what it was like. I, like I think a lot of people saying, "Oh, you know, confidence is a confidence is a factor and stuff like that." That, that, that was that was to, in my mind just watching a team chuck it. Yeah, there, there was incidents like there was the one because um, I think Stuart's maybe one that you would say probably didn't down tools. He's just pish, but because um, there was an incident <laughs> where I want to say it was Campbell just waltzed right through the the hips defence. I think in the sort of the Aberdeen defence right in the first half, and, and Campbell ended up eh, sorry Stuart ended up making a kind of last ditch tackle on him, and that was indicative of like again like pretty much every goal in the second half, and probably the um, I mean the Campbell header as well in the first half. Um, no attempt made to defend. Like, like, there's bad defending, and there's just like we're just not going to do anything. And every single goal, probably after the first, had an element of that. Like, just someone half-arsing something, and that is yeah. That's I mean, the manager shouldn't have survived past Monday's result. I don't. I don't think they down tools on Monday. I think they were just bad. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, like they. They maybe could have done more in an attacking sense, but they'd obviously just packed it in, like, and and that's a worry for whatever manager comes in because it's always one of these situations. Can the next guy be trusted to actually, you know, if you've got a bunch of players who are going to go to that length to get a manager sacked, why wouldn't they do it to why you? Why would they do it to you? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, there's good pros there. Like someone like Graham Shinney is not. A player that you'd associate with doing something like that, he's he just. But all, but he's he's not immune to the bad performance. I mean, it's, no, no, it's, exactly. it's, it's, it's him switching off uh, for for Josh Campbell's se- uh, second goal for the header, header. I mean, that's a, that's a uh, a really preventable goal. You know, all, it's a all, wonderful all, header. It's a, it's a great hit. Like and and Joan Yule will would love to do that all that, but you cannot get away with like that. Should have easily been cut out by Shinny if he had had one second to have an an, an awareness of where Josh Campbell was. Um, you know, it, you know, it looks the more impressive because Campbell comes ru- running in, but that's because he's got a completely unchecked run because Chinny doesn't look. Yeah, exactly, and that that was kind of a, a pattern that there was just a lack of anything from Aberdeen, and, and I think that, that hips losing six 0 say they lost six 0 to Celtic, you can kind of pass that off as you're losing six 0 to a good team. Hibs were in absolute disarray going into the game as well, into probably not the same type of disarray, if you know what I mean. Like They've just had some bad but not shocking results, mm. if you know what I mean. Hibs have just lost a lot of games, but they've not had anything of the, the sort of... Like, probably most of those games that Hibs lost, you would be like, oh, yeah, Hibs could lose that game, whereas never in a million years would you say, obviously, that, that a Premiership club, one of the biggest clubs in the country, would lose to, to jumped up 
<laughs> Junior mob, do you know what I mean? Like, no, I, I, I know how, how much you've uh, held your tongue there. Uh, um, the yeah, you know, I, you know what Darvillar as well. They're yeah. not even a, they're not even like a big club in, the, no, in no. that scene. I know there's, there's money there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like see if it, see if it, without it wouldn't make it any better. But if you're like, oh, we've lost to Pollock or Rock and Lake Talbot mm. or Clyde Bank or something, it's like, well. People know who they are. I yeah. <laughs> I had I was I was watching it with my friend. Um, we we were away for work and, and we were sitting in the airport and she's watches a lot of football and she was at like, Darvel. Like she's not maybe not <laughs> yeah. as into it as we are. The saddles that, that do this podcast, but it's not like like she'd never heard of them. Obviously from Ayrshire, I, I do know them, but um, best known for for being the TV transmitter um, town um, <laughs> than anything else. Well, but, um, was was previously. Well, I mean, I mean yeah, yeah, that's not a thing anymore. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so to lose to a Hibs team, to lose like that to a Hibs team who are and, and Hibs have got that in them because I think Hibs Hibs are bad in the sense that they're being managed by someone who's a bit like off his head and though and so he, <laughs> occasionally you're going to get thumped because he just mm. does weird things but he's not he's not like such a bad manager that he can't take advantage of you know he's, he's managed at a high level and so and I, I don't think Goodwin's a terrible manager either I think it's just like Some, something something went him, ar- something's gone awry yeah. there and yeah, yeah, I think I think that's yeah, I think that's exactly what's happened to Aberdeen. I mean that that was the weirdest thing is to be three 0 up at half time um when you when you haven't really played that well and I think that's a lot of Hearts fans said the same about the being four 0 up at half time um in, in the game uh, just ten days ago. Quite quite remarkable that they've got <laughs> that they've conceded yeah. you know, that many goals. Uh Include and one included and one of those was just a one 0 defeat yeah. uh, in in three games. Um, but yeah, like Hibs didn't play that well. I mean, the Hibs were much better in the second half. But you know that first half there was a spine, the spine there of um, Will Fish, uh, Jimmy Jago, uh, and and Joe Newell. You know, really, you know, like that. You know, that wasn't great. Like you know, like uh, um, Jago. I mean. Tony said, "There's a he's seen him play two games, and he's seen him kick the ball at the field. Like, you know, he's he is uh, he is Alec Gogic for this team. Like, he's not like he's if you want him to break up play, I think he's going to be all right. If you want him to to pass the ball more than three yards, you might we we might be struggling. But we've not we we have missed that player, so he he will be of benefit um, I, for I've the got, rest of the season. But I've got some advice for Hibs, which is and I know you and Taylor would extend this to all the league, but there has been some success, but." Hibs just really, really need to stop signing Australians. Like <laughs> Martin Boyle doesn't count because yeah. because he, I mean, he was Scottish, and, and Jason Cummings is the same. Obviously, they, um, but Mark Milligan, no, no, no. Um, they had Milligan another wasn't. Australian. I know. I, I just Milligan was a. Well, I didn't think he was that bad. I think no. he was. I was so, but yeah, there, but, there, felt we, there was another one at the same point, and then um, Miller, the right back you've got just now. Um, he, he sure came on, him. but again, there's nothing you're going to learn about a guy coming on. Um, uh, you know, but he just he just looks like an athlete, more, like he looks like an athlete more than he does a footballer, which I think will probably be borne out. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But yeah, it was, it was remarkable to be uh, how the Hibs current run of thor- form. Uh, to be yeah three nil up at half time, not playing a much better second. I mean, I suppose the, one of the key differences is that Hibs have got Aiden McGeady looking like he's back to full strength, and uh, it what a what a luxury that is. You know, and and uh, you know, injuries you can't you can't avoid, and so you just can't help but feel the season might have been a bit different. The season definitely would have been a bit different if you had the option of him and Boyle uh, for for any point of the season together that would have been quite nice just in, because McGeady is, is just he can just see it he's like you know, he wants to beat players but he but he wants to do it with a purpose um which I think Johan is starting to learn a little uh Harry McCurdy is not like uh, so we've got you know, we've got, we've got you know three players that you can kind of look at the development of like what you know of, of skills I suppose um uh, uh, but McGeady's is always so purposeful like he he buys himself the room to Go and create something, as opposed to oh, I can go back and beat this player again, or you know that. And and if we can keep him fit, I think that's going to be that. Will, I think that will be the difference between if we finish top six or not. Um, I'm just I'm just picturing that chart that you get in museums, and it's like the the the, the evolution up to the man, and it's like <laughs> so you've got McCordy's like right at the bottom of it, um, but yeah, yeah, but uh, maybe you'll get there. Yeah, I, I, but no, no, I don't. I, I think, um, I think McCurdy has to do a lot. I think to to, to be in that it's it's going to be remarkable if we re- get a return on investment on him. Put it that way, he just he just doesn't have legs. Like that's the problem. Like they are, they, he's got sticks for as legs, and and that's it. But what I think what was what was most surprising for me was. Uh, you know, Aberdeen came in the second half, booed on to the booed back onto the park. Uh, a, a Sean McGuigan favourite, um, and I was expecting some sort of reaction. And actually, the second half, Hibs weren't particularly threatening, I would say, but we were we controlled the game in a much better fashion than we did in the first half. Now you could say that's the advantage of being three 0 up and being able to play a bit and stuff, but everyone was a lot more, a lot more composed. Uh, and and you you're just looking at it like you just look at a team and it just falls apart. Like Liam's Liam Scales is awful. Um, I think Ross McCrory is completely the victim of his versatility. He can't like he's never go- like until he gets a fixed position, he's never going to be able to get to the levels that he should. Like there's clearly talent there. Um, I think. It's clear to see, and I think they are making moves in the transfer market. Lewis is finishing goals. I think a better keeper doesn't doesn't spill that for the first goal, and then maybe uh, it's, it's maybe I, I you're being it's, a bit too harsh. Nah, but. nah. I thought the first time I was like, I, I don't think he's to blame there. And then you watch it, I think he's he's starting positions not very good, which means mm-hmm. he has to like rather than being able to make a more comfortable save, he has to dive dive away over to get it. And um, a, a really good finish from Campbell, like it's it's not you know. People, not easy. Is, I don't no, think, yeah, goal, yeah. but the angle and stuff. Um, 
I'm really pleased <clears> for, for him um, because I know he got a bit of stick and, and maybe he's not the best footballer, but he is an athlete and he runs a lot. And I've said, I've said a lot, like that goes a long way in this league, being able to run around it, and follow manager's instructions are too key. But, yeah, I think to I think to do that when you've you've kind of been the, the, a bit of a boo boy as well, like is kind of yeah, you just don't react it, and you don't like he then goes and plays the next game in in very much uh, the same manner as he's been told to do. I think that I think I put in the group chat earlier as well the fact that Jack, Jack Ross, um, Sean Maloney, and Lee Johnson have have, have all rated them quite highly. Uh, either says there's something there or <laughs> it says a lot about who Hibs have been appointing as managers and their evaluation of talent. But um but no, like there's the there's there's facets of his game that he knows he can he knows probably himself he can improve on. But again, again his versatility has sometimes counted against him that he can get shunted, you know, he's played right back at points this season and you know that what what sort of midfielder are you wanting them to be? Are you wanting them to be a, a sitting midfielder? Um, and you know, he, he always seems to have better performances against uh, the bigger teams. Aside from the, aside from uh, Saturday, where he was able just to run the show, um, albeit you know a hat trick. You know, there was a yeah, it was a, a, a penalty, the, the third one. But I mean, yeah, what, what, it was nice also to be able to bring on this bit and and for him to get a reaction straight away. And the, the build up to that goal is Campbell's you and Campbell to Nisbet, um, and. Nisbet just going one on one with a keeper. You know, uh, you he's out. You're sure he's going to finish, and that's not something that I used to say about him, and also something that you cannot say about everyone in the everyone every goal scorer in the Premiership, uh, no. as we'll probably get to this this weekend. There's um, some there's some players who um, I would distinctly fancy less in a one on one than I would like thirty <laughs> yards out. Um, exactly. So yeah, there's many of them actually. Kind of the more more time I got to think about, and yeah, it was it was just a, like it was just a very very by the end of it six 0 Will Fish is scoring. Will Fish is making a tackle with his back when he's on the ground, like you know, like like uh, as Tony said, like 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 in his nature, like his nominative <laughs> determinism. Uh, as, you, as you went there, like um, that there was a pitch invader, pitch invader that ran the whole length of the pitch uh, to go and speak to Kevin Nisbet. We thought he was going to take the penalty. David Marshall, for some reason, decides to uh, boot the ball into the Aberdeen. Like Liam Scales gets himself sent off again. Gary O'Connor's son comes on and wins us a penalty. Like you, know, the, really the fact that we're able to bring on Josh O'Connor and Oscar McIntyre, uh, and and which speaks volumes because Johnson is not like it's been a lot of criticism uh, from his fans about this fabled youth academy that we've got coming. In. I'm not. I'm. It's always difficult, isn't it? Because the proof of pudding is always in the tasting. But I'm not entirely convinced that. Uh, it's necessarily a golden generation like we have been, and, and usually your golden generations are the ones that. You didn't know they, they you didn't know they were any good until they kind of broke through by accident more than anything than design. Um, but the fact that they uh, were able to to get a game was kind of telling as well that Johnson felt so relaxed he could bring on those players, which he's not really uh, trusted to do so far. Uh, and then I think yeah, the Willfish goal like to make it uh, to to finish it off like how like like that that you you have just chucked at that stage yeah, like, this, like it's it's and so yeah it was kind of no. It's difficult to say how good Hibs were because Aberdeen were so abject, and that's what's cost Jim Goodwin his job. Um, that he clearly didn't uh, didn't have them playing for them. Yeah, and, and that and and that little sad momentum from walking across the pitch. It's like 
Aye, he, like, he, yeah. he seems like a nice guy, good one, and you feel a bit sorry for him. But again, he, he won't be out of work for long, and you know, have made a fair bit from his time at Aberdeen. So I don't think you can feel that sorry for him. No, no, I, I, I don't think so. Um, I think, yeah, I think that's kind of it. We'll, we'll get on to what the hell is going on at Aberdeen and the Patreon, which you can subscribe to for as little as two pounds a month. Um, so yeah, I think. Well, well, do you mind if we go to uh, Dingwall next, uh, Craig? Uh, you know, in, in, in terms of it, it was probably the mo- the other mo- notable result of the weekend in terms of uh, uh, in terms of county starting to put something together, maybe. Uh, or is I, it I just don't... or is it just the fact that Kelly hate going up there? We, we, we hate going up there. I mean, I I went and saw his win up there, but that was like a decade ago. So. Um, I, I think we, we won there in 2017, which I don't even remember. I think I was maybe still in Australia at the time, and, and we've not since. Um, even Steve Clark couldn't get a win up there. Um, didn't lose, obviously, but because um, he never lost anyone that was <laughs> not Aberdeen, Hibs, Rangers or Celtic, I think. But um, the... Yeah, it was... It was um, <laughs> I, I go in real cycles with this Kelly team because... I think I said, in the summer I was fairly confident because I thought, you know what, last season's team were rubbish, but we'll probably ship a few of them out, get some new guys in. And then what happened, we couldn't get rid of the the players and we ended up having to make all of these kind of um, scramble together last minute loan signings and guys, you know, it it wasn't good joined up recruitment because I don't think they were able to. And then we've brought in recruitment and, and, yeah, and sorry, and then we started the season really badly. And then, do you know what, after October, October, it, January, kind of thought, do you know what, we are not that bad. Um, we are winning a lot of games at home. Um, I think only, only Livingston, Rangers and Celtic have won a rugby part this season in the league. Um, so you're starting to think, do you know what, like, there's something there. We just need to get those. We just need to stay in touch until January and then we'll do a bit of business in January. We've got the cup semi-final money um, to, to to help with that. That should probably do is we'll, we'll be all right. We'll stay up. Um, but we're now on the 30th of January. Um, we've just made our second signing of the window, but um, there's no... It doesn't look like we're going to get the business that I thought we would get done this month either. I think our only potential saving grace is that we have been really good at home and that there are other teams who are, I mean, there's four of us on 20 points to now. Um, we, we only need to be better than two of them. Um, and, and there's St Johnston um, obviously hovering four points above that as well. We're certainly not out of it. But it's hard to watch a performance like the one on Saturday and have any confidence at all in your team because every aspect of it was, was just terrible. Um and, and yeah, I mean, Ross County deserve a bit of credit, but I don't think they had to work that hard for the win because you look at the first goal, they've got a three on two after 11 minutes. Yeah, I was going to ask how <laughs> How did you feel when you... I mean, I, I suppose the consolation you could take is that the first goal feels um, like a clear mistake, like, you know, that something's gone awry. And then also the third goal is an undoubted individual error. So, over and over again. Like, yeah, you remove them and you're all right. But Well, well sort of, but we'll, I, go, I go back to our growth game where we won the league last season. They scored a goal where they had like a three-on-one, like <laughs> 10 minutes into the game. And it's like, why, why is this still happening? It's been happening <laughs> pretty much for the last three years. 
Mm. Like, what's what's going on? Like, why have we suddenly like Steve Clark would never you would never have conceded a three on two or a three on at, at any point in a game unless you were like you know what now down and chasing it. But yeah, yeah, it's just a complete lack of game discipline. And this is the thing we're talking about Aberdeen and their players chucking it. There is no doubt in my mind there is not a single Kelly player has chucked it in any sense. I think even with that performance, there's capitulations, but it's a capitulation because they're they're not very good. They're mm. trying their best and they're being found out a lot. And and that's obviously very different. It's probably more fixable, but I keep expecting it to be fixed and, and it's not. And like like it's not helped. I I had very much been on the boat that Zach Hemming should, should be playing, he should be the first choice goalkeeper. Um, because I think Walker's been all right, but he doesn't make saves. You don't expect him to make that's what I've mm. always said. He's he's like a solid like he's like a perfect backup to me. Yeah. And Hemming Hemming last season looked to me like he was going to be a, a really good goalkeeper going forward, obviously young. But you saw why Hemming's not playing. Um that third goal was was a disaster. Horrendous. You even make, make an argument in the second he should do Better given how yeah. close to the, yeah. the you know, it's gone yeah, right across like, the six he's yard ushering box. Ushering it like. across the box, he's like a he's like a fullback playing in goals. Yeah. Um. So you've got that Callum Waters playing left back in in twenty twenty three. Um. In the Premiership. <laughs> no, Callum Waters could play left back in a good team where the other ten were like he was back up to Greg Taylor. Greg Taylor was hardly ever injured, and like with three games he had to play. You're like, oh, Callum Waters was all right there because mm. everyone else was good around him. But ever since then, he's not been. And obviously, Crescen, who's pretty decent enough left back, is out um, out kind of long term now. Um, on top of that, Dorset, who's a kind of left sided centre half left back, who's also on loan, also not available. So you're starting to lose your your left side options. Um, we have signed a left back from Liverpool today, who I assume will go straight into the team. To be honest, um, young youngster on loan. Centre halves, I think. To be honest, like they're not brilliant. I think we're all right with centre halves. Um, <laughs> right back, yeah. But then it's a midfield. Like, like Powell's been okay. Polworth, you just wouldn't want him in the trenches. Like, he's surprised this season. But you see that first goal. He like he's trying to look for a foul. That's what he's doing. He's yeah. trying. He's trying to buy a foul rather than defend. And and I put a lot of blame on him for that first goal. And then yeah, up front, we have lots of forwards. None of them are doing very much at the moment. Um, I I still, I think Lafferty's been written off by a few of our supporters a bit too early because I think he, he was carrying an injury at the start of the season and grew into it and then he's obviously just back after a, a big spell out. Mm-hmm. I kind of think he's got something to offer, but don't know about the rest. Um, so you're just looking at bits and pieces of a squad. Um, obviously Armstrong being suspended for that game didn't help. Doesn't help you, no, definitely uh, not, yeah. He'll be he'll be back. I mean, I would I would certainly have him and Jones in the team for for Dundee United in midweek. Um, I think we've looked at our best when we've had two wingers in the team. But there's been a lot of players that we've used a lot of players this season, and not very many of them have been been good enough. Um, and and all, I've said it for all, all we need to do is finish tenth, annihilate the squad, and start again in the summer with some proper recruitment. We're able to do that in the sense that. Pretty much everyone, with the exception of two or three, most of whom you'd want to keep anyway, are away in the summer, mm-hmm. like they're out of contract or whatever. 
if we stay but you've off, just got, you've just you've just got, got to stay up. Tenth, that's the problem, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'll take eleventh in a playoff. I just rather not because yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't fancy them to to win one. But um, so there's that. Ross County, Brophy and White's a, a decent partnership, and that could be good. I think they're still the same problems. Like obviously, we didn't test them defensively, but to be honest, in that game, they they scored early. They probably were the better team for the first half of the first half, and then. Up until half time, Kelly were, were on top and, and should have scored. Um, yeah, there were two, two great chances, isn't there, really? Um, and, and again, wastefulness. Um, and then and then it kind of fell apart for us, which it has done a few times away from home when it's gone badly. But um, that's, the, that's the issue. But County, I think are in the same boat, if they're honest, in terms of like most of the players aren't good enough. So they're still going to win some games, as we all are, but. Is it going to be yeah. enough? Yeah. Is it going yeah. to be like I, I, I still probably have them as favourites to finish bottom, but at the same time, winning games three 0 at home is probably how you start to claim the table. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. So, so I, th- I think the uh, the next team, the, the next game we'll we'll go and look at is another another one of the four that is now stuck on twenty points, which is. I don't ever remember it being that kind of tight this late into no, the no, season. It's, but it's, it's, uh, I can't remember it either. Um, and you could you could make the argument that that St Johnson could potentially be snared uh, in that, especially if, with both Motherwell and Dundee United having a game in hand. Um, but Games yes, in hand uh, count for a lot less at the bottom, Duncan. Yeah, that, that, that that damage your goal difference as much as anything. <laughs> so uh, I think yeah, the, the the next game to look at is uh, St Mirren defeating Motherwell one nil, and I I, I kind of just wrote down in my notes when I was watching this, the highlights from this game was sort of a game that just absolutely sums up where both clubs are at the moment in terms of like St Mirren are St Mirren, well, well, St. Mirren can play and I think that in Saturday's game did demonstrate it. I mean they it can be a pain in the arse to any to a team that that they perceive as being bigger than them, but you know that they can play. They've they've always had this all this problem for the last few years, and I think that's what will ultimately could potentially be the difference between them getting that top six finish or not. Is that they they don't they rarely batter a team. You know, and and no, they, that's not fair. They can batter teams, but they don't ever put a, deliver a thrashing that often. And you kind of think Motherwell at the moment. Where could, could have been that team, and yet it was still one nil. And you, know, uh, how ridiculous football is, and you know, that the Motherwell's still having a bit of a, a kind. Of, I was going to say X factor, and Kevin Van Veen, it's kind, it kind of feels more like, like half an X, uh, half an X factor. Um, but you, know, but but yeah, but they, but they just they they get the goal fairly early on with Curtis Main it's a scrappy goal it's a terrible goal we concede it's like yeah. it's exactly what you expect Main to score but if you're Motherwell to concede like something so shit is that like yeah and and I, I think the news uh, tonight coming out is that it looks like that was Ethan Erhorn's last game um, and he's off to, to Lincoln for around about 150,000 that it's difficult to see if that's good money and stuff but you you just hate the idea of like good Scottish players going to clubs like Lincoln. Well, like, I, I, no, no, sounds, no, that is meant to sound disrespectful um, to I, any I, any lower league English fan listening. Like I don't like I, yeah, but it just uh, you know. But I, I suppose there's an, uh, the bigger factor around Ethan Erhorn is that the the player I think he is has ne- we've never seen it enough 
and I, I and, may, yeah, and maybe this will be the making of him. Yeah, like, I think he's yeah. one that needs needs a different environment and stuff like that because. I feel like that, that red card he got at Rugby Park after about 30 seconds or whatever it was when he just was supposedly about to be going to Forest Green. I'm like, you you just don't want to be here anymore. Um, mm. It kind of felt like that. And yeah, I think there's some players that just need to, to step away to see how good they are because I think he probably was getting... There's things about them that make me think he's, um, his attitude might be what's needed to be sorted out rather than his ability. Because I think there's, there's a bit, I know it's the same, the same confidence and that it's a kind of natural, lazy comparison, but Kenny McLean's the one he always kind of reminds me a bit of. And obviously if he can have half the career McLean's going on in half, then, then he'll be doing well. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, it will be a bit of a blow for them to lose a midfielder nonetheless. But the... They seem to be getting better at recruitment, yeah, though. Yeah, I would yeah, say that's like I think well. that's the that's the that's the difference now. They're taking. I mean, I mean, someone like Derek McInnes got criticised and still gets criticised, and, and probably correctly for predominantly look in the um, the Scottish market. And and I've just been buying kind of or, or signing. Sorry, not buying because no one however buys anyone, but signing established Premiership players, um, and, mm-hmm. and and it's worked really well for them because they've now built a team. It's got a lot of the right attitude that you need to succeed at this level. Um, and, you know, guys like Maine um, are not fashionable players. Charles Dunn, not a fashionable player, but they still um, do exactly what you want them to do. And, and yeah, that probably loses you that X factor sometimes of like, you know, these guys that are going to come in and, and be amazing and you're going to get a million quid for them. But these guys mm-hmm. are so rare anyway that they're sometimes better off. But they have dipped, unlike what McInnes doesn't do, they have still dipped into other markets. They've got Bacchus, which has turned out to be an absolute, uh, one of the signings this season. Um, Strain, likewise, really good pickup. Um, who and what their connection is to be doing this, I don't know, but that, <laughs> they've obviously got someone that's really, either they've got very lucky, or because maybe they have, because some of the other guys have brought in in the summer weren't very good, but there's that lovely blend um, in the recruitment they are a pain to play against. Um, I, I would, I would like that's exactly the way I want my team to play. Is how St Mirren play. Um, it's not for everyone, but I just want my team to be assholes that everyone hates, and and that's um, <laughs> I think true of that that group of players. You you you, you don't like them in the ninety minutes you play against them, and then you go away and you know and you're like, do you know what? That they're a good team. Yeah, yeah, I think. Can we- I, I- yeah, I think we'll be very interested to see how they uh, how Hibs deal with that because obviously they, they that was the uh, game last season where people started to think that maybe Lee Johnson wasn't uh, wasn't uh, the Messiah. Um, some of us were already on that well on that bandwagon, but uh, I know it's for a, um, like a good cause and stuff. But that model model strip is honking. <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Um, that was my main comment on them. Over and over again, they they just don't contribute to games. I know it's not it's not in the same way that I know um, Tony's talked about St Johnston, where they don't even attempt to contribute to games. And, and at times, <laughs> I don't think that's true. St Johnston no, this no, weekend, yeah. but has been sometimes. Um, but the the if you told me what 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 the mother will do in this game, I'd be like, well, um, they had a couple of shots and could have had a penalty, which I am. More than happy not to be given because it's just it's just a tango in the box, but I couldn't really go beyond that, and and that would be a worry for me. It's like you're you're not creating chances, you're not or you're not creating enough chance. when you're one 0 down, you're not besieging an opponent's goal, mm-hmm. slinging boxes balls into the box, whatever it has to be. Yeah, they th- they yeah. are, they. 
this is the thing I've been reading. Their fans are very pessimistic at the moment about where they're going, but I think you could say the same for all of the bottom four because I think most fans lack the perspective of like you're, like they just see their own team being shite in their own travails and don't think well actually there's, <laughs> there's another the, the, well, there three other teams. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, th- yeah, I think I think you're you're right. In that. I think that you, when you you look at Motherwell, it just feels like. Um, it's just they're they're trying to do the same thing year after year, but the the, the what's happened to their to the club has kind of been sla- the things have been salami sliced, if you know what I mean. Like so, it's not noticeable that you lose that you lose. But it is noticeable in the degree, like you lose someone like David Turnbull, yeah, like that, like that isn't hugely noticeable and stuff like that. But they've not, you know, every good player has been replaced by someone just marginally yes. a bit. Bit worse, and like you know, that the, and there's not been any of that like um, reinvestment, and you've seen the benefits, like the flowers coming through the coming through the roots or whatever. Like you know, there's been none, there's not any of that. It just seems that we have replaced a a, a seven out of ten with a six and a half out of ten. Yeah, and then, but and you then do the that, and- you do that over six or seven positions. You're suddenly like, now, you, now you're suddenly like that. That that actually becomes a deficit, and the, and there's not been a. There's not been a change up. I mean, I think that obviously Alan Burrows is, is leaving, that, that, but it's, it's such a, a small like I, that would be a worry. Like, yeah. I, you, like you, these are it's, it's especially this like, is how clubs unfurl, uh, yeah. unravel, isn't it? There's not been a story around that because I saw he was leaving. I was like, oh, he's got a job somewhere else, or you know, he's, he's relocating, or he's just decided. Maybe that is the case. He's just decided, you know, it's too much for someone to do because he was a real asset to Motherwell. Like, absolutely was because it's so rare to have. Someone who can explain uh, someone, things. Yeah, but someone, <laughs> yeah, but someone who's a fan as well. Yeah. A fan who's in that club who, but who understand. There's, there's fans who don't understand how other fans think. Don't mm. understand what makes a football club tick, and he, and he understood all of that. And and yeah, they can find someone else, but he was also like smart and also um, had his ear to the ground quite well. And and these people are not easy to replace, and that would worry me as well in terms of like you know. Kelly, I've got an, an owner um, and a board whose hearts are in the right place, who've got the money behind it, but they make some questionable decisions, and it's very easy to to have people like that. And I think um, it, the model that they have, because they they won't have the cash behind them. That like you know, at least if 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 our if our chairman makes another bad decision, he'll probably throw half a million quid at it afterwards, mm. like to to fix it, but. That's the concern. Yeah, when you're fan owned, that um, you don't, yeah. you, just, you just don't have that. Um, yeah, you don't have that luxury. Um, I, I always assume Motherwell were going to be okay because they're Motherwell, um, and and I've never seen them play in the second tier. But I always assume Kelly were going to be okay, and then we got relegated. So I don't know what to think now. Yeah, I think I, I think Motherwell in the second tier would kind of turn up a lot of people's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it would mess with a lot of people's heads because yeah, that the, they've been. I was reflecting. It's been thirty-one years since my first game at Easter Road uh, just this week, and uh, yeah, I was like, "Oh right." Uh, and there are very few clubs, and Motherwell is a Motherwell. It must be a Motherwell, Aberdeen, and Celtic and Rangers. Yeah, no, that, not Rangers. Oh, Rangers even. Yeah. Oh, geez, oh. Uh, you you played them in the that, second tier. Yeah. I know. Um, you finished. You just assume. Yeah, I just always, I always put them together, like, like, and, and seamlessly, just like we're about to do now, because there's nothing more exciting than a title race where both teams expect to win and do win every every single weekend. Um, so, yes, uh, Rangers beat St. Johnson 2-0 at Ibrox on Ewan Taylor's favourite uh, game of the year, Armed Forces Day. Um, if you don't know the story about behind that, go and ask him someday. It's very funny. Uh, and perfunctionary, like that, yeah. I think that's like, you know, I suppose 
Michael Beale will be delighted they didn't concede a stupid goal. But as, yeah. aside from that, like what, what what more can you really say about a game? Not, they've not played... The only time they've played well since Beale took over that I've seen was against Celtic, which was the only yeah. game they didn't win. I was, as then, I was speaking to my, my friend when we were um, we were watching the Aberdeen game and we were waiting for our, we were on our work trip and she was saying... Like, I was asking her, is that the case? And she's like, pretty much. And... I mean, it's better than being shit under Van Bronckhorst and not winning all your games to being <laughs> shit and, and still winning. Um, but yeah, this, you're kind of yeah, hoping it's, it's got like, to turn at some stage. Yeah, at some at some point, either the performances get better or the results get worse. Like, I don't think this this is sustainable like that. Um, maybe it doesn't matter because they're, they're unlikely to finish anywhere other than second this year anyway. But um, still, two two cups to win as well. Um, let let's let this the penalty, like I, like I've been outspoken about VAR, but I've also I think I'm open minded. I I went um to the SFA kind of event. Mm-hmm. They're obviously trying to encourage people to be, you know, understand the process that's going on with VAR, understand what's happened. My problem is you cannot get buy in from anyone when week after week decisions like that on handball, which are just simply wrong, are being made. Mm. That's not a, that's not to me that's not even an opinion based decision. The the penalty it wasn't quite as bad as the penalty Celtic got against Morton the week before. But it's two 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 decisions that just 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 wrong. It's not yeah. in both in both cases the yes the player's arm is not by their side, but in both cases the ball came off an opponent at very close range. And in both cases the player's arm was clearly not there. To, to try cause to an stop the ball, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was it was a natural action that was. You know, now you can argue, not in Ambrose's case, that was very very natural. And that's why I said it's not as bad. Yeah, it's a bit weird. I would say that his arms out by his side, but it, it's a leverage thing. It's not. It's just not a penalty. Mm. The the difference and and another reason I don't think it's as bad a decision. I, I still think it's a terrible decision. Don't get me wrong. The referee gave it live. Right, he he pointed to the spot. And once he's done that, it's obviously a wee bit harder to clear the bar for it being wrong. But it was wrong. It yeah. should have been overturned. Um, that that to me, you're, you're not going to get people to believe in any system. You can't win faith in VR, mm. which fans are already against, when, when there's just mistakes. And, and I don't want to be talking about it, but it's just that's just wrong. The other two decisions in the game, right, both of them could have gone the other way. But yeah. it's like, and, and, and it's obviously especially egregious when they both go the same way in the same team's favour. But like, if if that had happened as a if one of either if any of those had happened in a single incident in Ross County v Kelly, I don't think even they'd have been discussed that much, other than people saying, oh, "I think that was wrong." Mm-hmm. Obviously, those in combination with that penalty decision, you can understand it, why people yeah. are a bit like. But for Nicky Clark's one, the first angle I saw, because so I saw someone sharing a clip of it on Twitter, and I think I shared it in our group chat, and they were saying, oh, this is a dreadful decision. And from that clip, I watched them like, this is a red card, right? Like, from the, <laughs> that clip, he's, because it, he's, his leg goes straight. You see one, it's only when you see the one behind Clark where I think his raised leg actually kind of, is it Ryan Jack the tackle's on, kind of goes yeah, yeah. Be, between his legs. So it's actually probably not as dangerous as it looks. But, it's still done. It's it's still done yeah. at speed, and and the, yeah, it is, it is. 
I don't I don't want that to be a red card. I don't think it should be a mm-hmm. red card. I don't think there's any actual danger to the player. But I would actually say the same for Ryan Jack's tackle. Um, I don't. I, I, I suppose I, you, the the only difference I would say is in Nicky Clark's. I mean, this is difficult because you're you're projecting onto the situation. I don't think there was. I think Clark's was clumsy. Yeah, wasn't Jack's premeditated. Yeah, yeah. Jack's is malicious and premeditated, and I mean. The thing, the thing about Ryan Jack and and all that, like I mean, I think that's a, I think that's a coward's challenge as he's well. A, like, he's a it, and, that, and that's man, exactly you know what that. he that's exactly his his shtick, isn't it? Like it's this full hard man act that he doesn't. I, I like him. I think he's a great player, but, I don't yes, know, but, that's, but he doesn't need to do. Like it's an element of his game that he doesn't need to to. Like he's a he's a perfectly adequate footballer, you know what you know good at what he does without the need to to lean into this sort of like you're not a hard man. Like look at you, you are like you're built like a like the gable end of a fiver. Like there's no like there's no need for it, and it's it's that sort of thing that uh, just detracts from from people ever liking him. But I mean, I suppose he's he's living in probably. His bank balance would and, and everything about his life would probably suggest he doesn't really care about what we think, <laughs> what we we yeah, jobbers thinking, think about him. But thinking at of the same season, time, yeah, he signed for Rangers where he um, he got like four red cards in the first season at Rangers. <laughs> but the thing, the thing that worries me, or, or, or not worries me, the the Clark red card is not clear to me at all what the decision making process was there because because he took a minute, he, he took, took over a minute, didn't he? Now, I, I can only, I mean, first of all, maybe he's just making sure that, that the player gets treatment first, which is what you're meant to do, rather, you know, your your attention as a ref first, first should be the safety of the player before brandishing a card, but it wasn't that. All I can think of is that the on-field officials, like maybe the fourth official or one of the assistants, has had a word in his ear and said, "You know what? I think that's a red card." Yeah, um, and that's which we saw in the FA Cup yesterday when there was not VAR and yeah, the, um, yeah, in one of those games. Yeah, so so that is a possibility because the, the alternative, which with with the vacuum of information, again, people are saying, "Well, well VAR told them, VAR told them in his ear there was a red card." But that's, that's not the not process, it. and, yeah, and yeah. I would hope that. So wasn't if it, that, what that, that, that is, all, yeah, you're hoping that's not the case. Yeah, but yeah. again, the absence of any explanation, engaging explanation, means that it's it's a, a, a vacuum is, is filled. Um, and um, then, and then, yeah, the the, the other one, like I, I don't have an, I actually don't have an issue with the Jack decision on the basis of like in in, in isolation of he looks at that tackle, thinks it's a yellow card, he goes over to the monitor, he's like. Yeah, happy with that. Move on, and I in isolation. It's the fact he was the first and up so far only to do that. I think in um, yeah. Scottish football, as far as I can remember. But um, was it bad enough tackle that it should have been um, I, I, given, I as mean, a pe- given as a penalty to St Johnston? No, no. I mean, it certainly, it certainly wasn't a penalty to St Johnston. I think I think <laughs> we can we can safely say that. Yeah. Um, but but it's weird because I, the first time I saw, I can understand why why Mark Reynolds the first time I saw the clip. You watch these clips in isolation, you're like, yeah, oh, you're oh, like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. in the box. Um, I, I was almost like, what did he not even give a foul for that? And then, but yes, um, but I don't think the bars that there should be a bar of overturning decisions, and that's what I mean with both of those red card decisions. I can get on board with the bar not being cleared in either direction once the yeah. decision's been made. The penalty, though, it's just, it's just wrong. It's just, I, mm. I, I know I'm sounding like Chris Sutton or something, but it's just not <laughs> the correct decision. Um, and and I, I, I don't know why 
handball is being interpreted differently in the Scottish Premiership or in Scottish football to anywhere else. And you didn't see handballs being given for that at the World Cup with the exception of the Ronaldo one, which um, the Portugal against um, Uruguay. Yeah, Uruguay, I think. Um, where everyone pretty much agreed that um, it wasn't a penalty and actually ended up putting Uruguay out on goal difference. Mm-hmm. So like, these things do matter, but um, yeah, that's that's um, that's uh, my take yeah. on that game. There's nothing else to talk about. Rangers, Rangers, St. Johnson played well in this game. Dre Wright should have levelled it up. They that's, that, that is um, my, my, my the, the line I wrote down is Dre Wright will do that to you. Yeah, like that's like that's all that. Yeah. He will, he will get himself in brilliant positions and then piss it away. How you can be a man up and a goal up and leave <laughs> someone in that position to be able to run through and go at that time in the game, I do not know. But um, it, it was a bad miss. And, but St. Johnston played well. Um, the back four seems to be doing well for them um, so far. I mean, it's only been a couple of games and they did still lose them both. But... Um, they, there might be something there for them. I think their fans are a bit more optimistic, um, but you've, I think we've lost seven games in a row, so there's only so far that optimism will go if they don't turn that round. I, th- I think Wednesday they're away to Motherwell. I think that'll is you know, that. Probably... I don't want to watch that game. I will tell you that much. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll very happily be at Rugby Park watching Kilmarnock uh, Kilmarnock one Dundee. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I've, and there we go. I've, I've worked out what it is we're doing on Thursday show. We're we're covering the midweek Premiership games. There we go. That, that's uh, um, uh, yeah. Glenn Kamara gets an easy finish. Yeah, we're two 0 and that's it. Um, well, that, so in the the other um title contenders, the, the favourites uh, Celtic won 2-0 at the United on the late game on Sunday um, several thoughts came to my mind when watching this game was um, why why, why is it, I mean I know why they televised it because they thought, that they were hoping that there'd be a repeat of what happened last time they were at Tandice, but that wasn't, I don't think that was ever ever going to happen um, It was such a I, one-sided game like, it was. I mean, it was. It was eighty-eight percent possession for Celtic in the first half. Um, just, I, I don't. I, I, I know where they do get the joy from, but I don't know if you're as a, an old firm fan this weekend where you get your joy from football. I laughed my socks off at the football on Saturday. I don't think that's ever really happened to to a Celtic and Rangers fan, aside from when they scuds uh, one another. Um, so yeah, Celtic. Uh, you know, without going becoming the. the uh, a show about <laughs> a show about VAR. Um, Celtic fans absolutely indignant in the first half about VAR. Suddenly very quiet in the second half about VAR. Um, as ever, we're all football fans. All, we're all hypocrite. We're all hypocrites. Just accept you're a hypocrite. All like, correct decisions in but, that game, at least. Yeah. Um, yes, I, yeah. I, I, I don't think you could uh, you could disagree with any, any either I, of uh, them. But I, it was, yeah, it's a weird one that the fact it was given a pen, uh, given as a penalty in the first place. But I suppose you could make the argument that is VAR doing its job as the referee. If he's in two, if he's in two minds, I can give it, and I've got, and I'll be told if I've got it wrong. Yeah. I don't know if that again, if that is the case, that needs to be communicated to fans as well and things like that, as opposed to I, like you know this. When I saw it live, I thought, oh, that may be a penalty. So I can understand why he gave it because it was only it was only when you saw the replay, kind of the second angle, that you can see he very yeah. clearly comes and takes the ball. And yes, after he makes contact with the ball, his other arm makes contact with the Celtic player. But that if 
if you're going, if two players are challenging for a ball, the one who wins the ball is going to continue on. He didn't come out full <laughs> speeding, you know, Schumacher back yeah, to it, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it was a 50 50 with two players and contact will happen in those. So it was yeah. the right decision um, not to give the not to give the dis, um, penalty. It was the right decision to give the penalty. Probably should have been a, a second yellow. Um, found that odd, I, but it's something I, on on that. I. <laughs> I think it was um, instinctive rather than intentional. Which I th- like, you know, if if that if if people, I, don't, I know not people necessarily want to give it that many allowances, but I think that he is his hand went out in a panic rather than thinking I put my hand out here to stop the like it was. Yeah, I think that's why it wasn't a second yellow. But again, but those it, are the rules. Yeah, like I think yeah. I think one of the challenges that they talked about um, over and over again when we went to the, the VR session was basically when you're given like that one big decision. Because obviously, given given the penalty is in itself the big decision. Yeah, it can be easy to forget to communicate or you know think about the other part. Um, mm-hmm. You see all the yeah, time. Well, it's un- it's completely understandable, actually. Yeah, you saw it before VR as well. I've, the amount of times, especially like like a controversial penalty gets given or something that you know someone you're so worried about you know as a referee worried about showing that you're um you know you're confident in your decision and you're you're like you're you're telling the players to back off and you're kind of trying to adopt a confident pose and all the rest of it that you kind of do or if a melee ensues and things like that yeah you just kind of like it's a penalty and yeah. And you can forget, but that I mean that's not an excuse. That's again why VR's there because that's meant to be the cam head sitting um the two of them sitting there. But anyway, not not impactful on the game um in, in any sense. No, not um, well certainly not after um Bergetti had another uh, had another it just just as you think he's getting better, he <laughs> he goes and does something that you're like, Oh yeah, maybe maybe not. And yeah. They were trying to make allowances on the radio in the analysis around that maybe they weren't expecting Moy to cross from there. I would suggest you should be expecting uh, Celtic to cross from wherever. Um, and yeah, like uh, Jota and his silly little moustache will never uh, have an easier finish. In well, I can say that like he, he, a map player. Hey, that we we wouldn't have yeah. scored that. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have scored that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I would. Uh, that, that was definitely going back to Aaron Moy. Um, but uh, yeah, I think. It must be for you'd be frustrated if you were done United because you'd done so well at holding that out, and then uh, yeah, to be to be uh, defeated by a, such a basic yeah. error is, think, is just a, a is just a bit rubbish. I think there's been some games this season where teams have you've thought they're frustrating Celtic here. I didn't really get that vibe from the game. It felt like it was a matter of time anyway. But yeah, you, that the matter of time can can. You know, you might as well extend the matter of time and then you never know what happens. Um, so, yeah, it's um, there's not much more to say because yeah, it was so one-sided. Celtic are, were, were very good. You can't take that away from them, but it's just, uh, we expect them to be very good at this point. It's just, um, did, would, forgive my absolute ignorance on this, did the Cubs all agree for the extra sub um, rule? No, uh, yes. Yes. That's insanity if you're anyone that's not Celtic and Ranger because you just look at what Celtic are able to bring off the bench and uh, just the possibilities that that gives them. It, like you, Dun United do not have the possibility think- to change the game with their fourth, with their fifteenth best player 
Celtic absolutely do. I, I, it, like, it's nuts. I don't I think, know why. I think they did one it. of the arguments was probably about like, getting fresh legs on the park, which can help in these situations. But it, it, I think it's, once in a while, once yeah, in a yeah. blue moon. Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, it's, it seemed odd to me as well. But it's, um, it's kind of just writing I, your own death warrant. I, I don't. I don't. This. It's not like VR where I'm like, oh, this is because it, it, to me it doesn't actually visibly. No, it's just it's a, it's, it's a it's a tweaking. Like, it's yeah. a an adjustment rather than a like a, a fundamental change. But yeah, I like, don't. I don't see what's in it for clubs, and, and most clubs don't use five because they don't have five. To be yeah. honest, uh, as you said. Oh, it's just yeah. It's just <laughs> it's one of those adjustments. Like you, you see, like you have like Serie A clubs are forced to name two goalkeepers on the bench, and you're like. Who's Why? that for? Yeah. yeah, who's yeah, who's Ben out of this? Uh, anyway, uh, terrace terrace rules dictate that if a game finishes nil nil, uh, it go it is last on the schedule. And uh, Livingston and Hearts served up a zero uh, zero at the Tony Macaroni. Um, you know, a team has not got a result at Livingston when uh, their players, managers, and fans are all talking about the pitch. And uh, and lo and behold, yes, that is exactly what. Uh, I shouldn't be having these pictures in this in this league. It's a disgrace. I was like, well, you, I mean, first of all, they're, first of they're all, there. The, so what? What you going? What can you do about them? The clubs did vote for them at some point. Like, I know, the, I so. but anyway, the um, I was going to say we we will probably you'll probably not hear many complaints from Kelly next week. I was thinking because of the result, but obviously also because um, that would be even. I, I, if I was Derek McInnes, I would be leaning in, but. Um, uh, just to just to, yeah. <laughs> just to do it, not yeah. just a wink. Yeah, so I, yeah. that was like our our, um, our tweet after we won the league was something like oh, a fairy tale on our hallowed turf or something, or, or no, it was it was like, it, it was something that was like about grass almost. And um, but no, Aye. this game was uh, it wasn't terrible in terms of like there was like enough to keep you engaged with it, but there was no quality. It was one of the lowest quality games I've seen in a very long time. Summed up. I would say by Garan Kual's miss, um, which to me is like, oh, I've never seen a player go through in that situation and just decide to just side foot it to the goalkeeper. Like, I don't know, I don't know what he <laughs> thought he was going to do. Yeah. No, he played to the uh, World uh, Cup. Uh, he played to the World Cup. It'll be the surface. That's the surface, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, there's not a great deal to to say about this. I, think, I mean, I think Nielsen tried to to ring the changes a little, um, which is sort of understandable because he doesn't really want complacency to uh, to. I think as soon as complacency uh, settles into a club that are they're not they're not they only aren't uh, that far ahead and stuff like that. Like it's. Uh, and yeah, so I think you want to shuffle the pack, but also that heart squad is actually, if everyone becomes back from injuries, is absolutely massive. So um, yeah, you, you, need, you need to worry about that. And I think uh, you know, Martin Dale and, and Livy will be happy about just not yeah. getting beat. I mean, I think Martin Dale's been quite vocal. You're never sure when he, if he's at it when he's playing up how how difficult things are for Livy, but he's saying you know that they're they've, they've got a two hundred grand uh, shortfall um, because of various things, including VAR. And it's like, well, again, you voted for it. Like, uh, like I'm not like you. You absolutely voted for it. You knew how much it was going to cost. I'm not sure how the how you're budgeting. Uh, who are you? Know, uh, I'll, I'll probably stop commenting there about Livingston's financial arrangements. Um, but uh, yeah, it just. Uh, yeah, the, 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 
Martindale's always going to lean into that side of Livy being the underdogs and 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 kind of being the you know the there is dogs of war and stuff like that. And I think that that's as long as they're not getting beat off hearts and stuff and, and being competitive. If they if they can make top six, which I think they they really sh- they really have. Uh, it's, it's within their capability, I suppose, um, unless uh, a Barry or Barry Robson supercharged Aberdeen start storming up, making things difficult. Um, I think I think they're the fourth best team in the league. Um, while yeah. our hips hips at Aberdeen or could turn it around in, in St. Mirren are the only other ones I think in that equation to finish fourth. To be honest, and why not? Um, yeah, they they. they they are able to do that to you because they're all over the pitch. They've, they've got players who are pests who, who annoy you. Um, they defend well, but they can play. And uh, you didn't see a lot of that, to be honest, yesterday. But I, I know that both teams are capable a lot better. Um, the the, high, the Cairo's clearance off the line is as good as a goal. It was absolutely fantastic. Like um, that, 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 that wins or wins them a point because mm-hmm. I think that game finishes one now. <laughs> like I, I don't know when Hearts were going to score if they if they conceded there. Um, Clark probably had his poorest game since he came back or came into the Hearts team, but he did still keep a clean sheet. Um, what else is there to comment on? Um, I don't. I, uh, not on on the park, but I think Hart, the 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 huge hearts away support uh as much as it pains me to praise hearts like is is there is something going on there around being connected to your club and playing well or playing well and the fact <laughs> that you now have like you know uh a, a waiting list for season tickets and stuff like that like that in in and i think football is remarkable in that because the cost of living crisis is pretty extreme and the fact that Hearts are still uh, the Scotch clubs. Every club appears to be appears to be inelastic to this. Is says a lot about football, but also um, I think yeah is why probably potentially why clubs take advantage of fans yeah. as well because they'll because they know they'll get the they'll they'll um, they can get away with it because we're 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 addicted to this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but no, they, they, I was really looking forward to this game more so than the other one because um, I thought, oh, yeah, you know, this this has got a bit of potential and, and it never really kicked off in that respect. But um, yeah, the, these um, Hearts will finish third. Levy, I think, will finish fourth, to be honest. Um, and fair play to both, I think, on that. But the game was was dull. I, I, I didn't have any notes on it, like beyond. Like, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. There was some very bad misses. Um, Oda um, for Hearts, right, I think, that wasn't his finest hour, but I think I saw a couple of things in him where I'm like, you, you can see how he, I think he was called the Japanese Mbappe mm. when, when he came in and you can see like he, he's quick and, and he's quite sharp as well. He, he maybe but just, it's just learn, what, again, learn what it's, a football is and, and he'll be good. Cl- but clubs, clubs are, are hostages to fortune on on making any reference, comparing someone for, that comes from a minor nation to a, a, a world-class footballer Never ends well. Yeah. Never ends well. Stop doing it. Um, but yeah, I suppose it's the it's the romantic in all of us. Um, but Craig, thank you very much. That's been a, a whistle stop tour, really, of the, the six engaging and enthralling encounters we had in the in the Premiership this week. I know that I'm back on Thursday. Uh, I think with Gary and Tony, and we'll be discussing the the midweek fix feature the midweek fixtures. There we go. Can just about say that. Uh, but 
as ever, if you want to get in touch with the show, just uh, send us a DM or, or tweet us or whatever. Uh, and you can sign up to our Patreon where there's a podcast a day going up with different things all about Scottish football, sometimes uh, around culture. But some of it's really good. No, actually, all of it's really good. All I don't know why I said some of it's really good. Every single podcast uh, every, is uh, seven, every seven single minute, out of ten. Yes, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you're not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Craig Telfer us, and I can say what I like about Craig Telfer. He doesn't listen to this end of this part of the show, but I'm not. I'm not gonna do down the product. Uh, but yes, that's patreoncom forward slash terrace podcast. And a reminder, as I said at the start of the show, the television show that is adapted from this podcast, A View from the Terrace, returns to BBC Scotland and the iPlayer from Friday night. Uh, so, Craig, thank you very much for your time. You're welcome, and thank you to all the listeners for listening. Yes, and we are away to uh, record a patron about Aberdeen, and maybe for about the second for the second time in uh, in two weeks, uh, laugh at them a little bit. Um, sorry, sorry for about the Stones fans because we know there's, there's quite, quite, well. quite a lot of you, a lot of you contribute to the patron as well. But hopefully, it's done in a respectful. Yeah, there's, in, there's uh, insight. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy yeah, your football yeah. and do so respectfully, or whatever the hell it was. Exactly. The, 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 yes, yes. <laughs> New catchphrase that is not going to take off. Uh, right. Uh, thank you very much, and uh, we'll see you all later on. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.